Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program is brought to you by the Preferred Home Team. Content is provided for general information only and should not be treated as a substitute for professional advice from your legal or real estate advisors. Welcome to the Real Estate Radio Hour, a forum of ideas, plans, and expert advice on all things real estate. Andy Prasky with Remax Advantage Plus was named Super Agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Chris Rooney of Remax Preferred is a Lakeshore and Luxury Home Specialist. Together they cover the Twin Cities. This combined dynamic duo has sold over 2,000 homes, ranked in the top 1% nationwide, top 10 in the state of Minnesota. And still have time to get together every Saturday to talk about real estate. Here's Abby Prasky and Chris Rooney, Denny Law, and the Real Estate Radio Hour. And here we are talking real estate, always welcoming your questions, either by phone or by text, dealing with real estate. If you're new to the show, thanks for uh, joining us. Let me say hi to uh, Chris and Andy. Good to see you guys. Now, Good morning. You, uh, I don't know how much business you took care of. This past week, weren't you in Vegas? We were. We were there for. Uh, it was all business. Three, just like three or four days, three days. Yeah, it was totally all business. <laughs> Six what else would you go to Vegas? Of course. Yeah. But it, don't you find that it used to be true that three days or so is plenty? Oh yeah, for that town. I'm fried. Yeah. I go there a lot of times. We don't experience a lot of the Vegas stuff until later in the day because we have all of our classrooms and our. You know they have big presenters that come in and and speak, and it's uh you know it's uh. An educational opportunity as well, not just a opportunity to have fun. And but uh, yeah, no, it's neat. It's getting internationally all the Remax agents from all over the world together, and it's uh, they they bring in some top shelf stuff. I mean, some of the new technologies that are coming will blow your really? mind. Really? Like what? Oh, yeah. Can you? Well, you know, one of the things that I look at is that you know how the advertising will follow you, for an example. So there's a new geo targeting. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a new form of advertising where you don't realize that. You know, hey, sign up for these coupons or whatever, and you have to put your email address in there so you can receive the coupon. Okay? Yep, you, yep. You name it, Gmail, whatever. And then what it does is it grabs your cookie so it knows that, hey, you've looked at this, this, and this, and then it, you know, so they can sell that information almost like a like a mailing list. Well, wow. now even the streaming devices, so even on your Hulus and your whatevers, they're going to have the ability to follow you because you log in with your email address, and they're going to follow you knowing that you are a, a real estate shopper, for example, or whatever service that, you know, you might be looking at. So now the, the TV streamed commercials that you have to watch will be coming in specifically to you based on your history of what you've looked at online. It's ridiculous. And so it's kind of kind what, of big brother. Stalkers. It's totally big brother. Yeah. But you know what's nice is that the other way to look at it, it's like this. You're super busy, Denny, and you want to buy yeah. something. Yeah. And now yeah. those ads are being brought to you versus you having to seek them. So that's that's at least what we're hoping. With some and they're gentle things. reminders, and you can whip right past them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if that thing shoots in front of you enough, it's kind of like, oh, gosh. And, and I'll tell you what. A lot of people are obviously very busy, and they're doing 100 things at a mm-hmm. time. And 
they tend to forget sometimes mm-hmm. about what they're what they're trying to do. And then all of a sudden that reminder comes back and it's like, gosh darn it, let's go. I mean, Saturday's open, we'll hit that open house now this time. Mm-hmm. And so and it, it does work. Sure. So. Now, did you uh, rub elbows then with a lot of uh, agents from all over the country then? Is this a na- nationwide thing? International, it- yeah. International. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. These, did you these learn guys anything? that come in from Venezuela and no Portugal and they, they have their flags and they have this whole – it, the, the arena is about the size of the Target Center, I would say, and it's it's full – and so you have certain sections that will have their flags waving and they go crazy. It's like crazy. a soccer match. It's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I really, that, that part gets you kind of pumped up. and yeah. then. Uh, yeah, we had a little mixer that we went to. And mm-hmm. I got to meet with a person from L.A., Hawaii, Belize, and Marco Island. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like I was, I was. At the same table. Yeah, I was getting all the, yeah. It was really cool because you're kind of getting the different things. The one guy in L.A., mm-hmm. average sale price of their brokerage, $1.7 million. Yeah. Average sale LA. price. In Minnesota, what is it, 260 280 Yeah. I mean, one point seven million. Wow! Yeah, it's crazy. What about some of the other areas that uh, did anything surprise you as far as uh, um, the real estate differences? Yeah, I, I still can't believe the prices of homes in Canada. Um, we had some people in from Ottawa. I had some from Quebec, and they were talking about how the market up there is so different that it's. I mean, houses under a million dollars are the ones that are selling, and it's they're normal jobs. These people don't make that much more. And so, but the market's still hot because there's nothing available. Mm. Lots of building restrictions. You know, we talk about affordability here. Up there, there's so many restrictions and things that, you know, they say prohibit the building of new stuff that the old stuff just is huge demand. You know, and those are obviously more volatile markets too. So the ups and downs are a lot greater and we're a little more insulated. Um, And that was interesting because that's what all those people were saying is that, oh boy, at least you don't have the ups and downs. And I said, well, we got kind of hit before, but... uh, I think Andy uh, spent a lot more time educating himself, and I spent mm-hmm. a lot more time networking. I see. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, what you call it. Yeah. Well, in Vegas, <laughs> you have to network. How did you get tan when you were networking inside there? <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to tan every- go out everywhere. So yeah. I didn't want to just stay inside. Well, they had snow in Vegas a week ago, too. That was nice. But anyway, we're, we're going on too long. Actually, ago, that so. was the, the cab driver told me that was a fib. It was only in the mountains. It never hit on the ground there. Hmm. But who do you believe anymore? Me. Well, I believe that you can ask your real estate questions of Chris and Andy this morning. As as usual, we always like to keep the lines open, both uh, the phone line and the text line, 651-989-9226. Or if it's easier, send us a text, 81807. Yeah, well, I sold myself out of a model, so I'm not going to be sitting in the spring uh, parade. But Mr. Prasky has been running crazy ever since he got back. Yeah, model yeah. home. Okay, I want to um, be clear. Yeah, so we're not going to be in the spring parade, homes by tradition. But, Does that uh, start this weekend? Be, yeah, it starts today. Whoa. Yeah. And I was going to say, Andy, once you got back from Vegas, I mean, you've been basically going 24 I, hours. I basically got off the plane and started moving. I mean, yeah. we we have a uh, – we're actually in 11 different uh, model homes in the parade, our, my group, you know, and I'm handling five of the 11 – and anyway, it's uh, from Plymouth to Forest Lake and everything in between, and it's it's really cool. There's a, I think the parade this year has um, some of the best incentives I've seen out there. You know, new products, um, exciting color combinations. I mean, even those that are window shopping, I say, come on out because there's just all kinds of new innovative stuff, new flooring, new tile, new um, ways they're incorporating products together with the colors. I mean, our interior designers are, are so talented. It's they, crazy what they come up with. You know, on yeah. paradeofhomes.org, there's mm-hmm. a, it's a great website. But what it also does, it can actually – you can kind of search online and then create your own tour. So there's a little app for that. Oh, yep. And then it kind of brings you around to the ones that you really want to see. So um, important things. You can also um, actually pick a builder. 
as well. So if you want to see all of Andy's 11, it's Eternity yep. Homes, right? Yep. LLC. Yeah, so you can I'll uh, actually be out in Plymouth out. today, Danny. We have a, a big, beautiful two-story with a sport court that actually has a three-court line on it. So you actually can get back there and show off a little bit. and it, uh, That'll be a fun one. Now, do they still have the books, the booklets? For yep. You bet. Okay. Yep, yep. That's at Holiday Stores. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can okay. go to all the Holiday Stores. Um, I was going to say, you know, we usually talk about what the past week was. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we were in Vegas. But I'll tell you what, what's making f- things really fun is this darn snow when it comes to photos. <laughs> you know, because you got huge snow banks everywhere and, you know, and trying to get the right photos. You know, they just don't. Show up perfectly. No. Funny, funny enough, you know what I'm panicking about right now is no. when we were driving around with my crews, getting the snow most, on most, yep, parking. Most of the streets in, in that area have the snow going out four feet past the Ooh. curbs to where two cars can barely pass on these streets. So we've had our Bobcat crews out there all morning long pushing the snow back. And then you think about it and you go, man, now we got these huge piles of snow that have to melt so we can do the driveways in the spring. And it's, I think we're going to have a mess. I think well, it will be. Yeah. So we're going to be listing a townhome in Minnetonka. And uh, it's, a, it's, one, it's an end unit at the very end where they get yep. extra parking at the end. Mm-hmm. On this townhome, because of all the snow they had to push to that, not only is that whole parking place, which is a, a benefit, isn't it? Yep. I mean, when you have a townhouse, you have direct parking right, right in front of you. Not only is that, but this this townhome, you barely can kind of sneak in and get in on one side of the garage. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know what? We kind of want to hold off on that. That's not something that you really want to kind of show people that, hey, when heavy snow, you can't really use your garage at this townhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Ouch. Yeah, you guys it's thought it was crazy like when I bought my snowblower in January, thinking there wasn't going to be any snow this year. Well, I did see on Facebook that you uh, you created a, a nice little hill on a pond with your snowblower. Well, my, the kids, I like to play King of the Hill with the kids, <laughs> yeah, you know, throw those does. little creeps, just woof. No, I'm kidding. We <laughs> go up your there. Take out. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I go out there. I used to, when I was a kid, that was my favorite thing to do, make snow forts and whatever sure. else, of course, safely. And, and uh, then really it was for my older daughter here, who's 17. She wanted to go out there and ice skate with her girlfriend. So I cleared up this big donut looking. I didn't have anywhere to put the snow, so I put it on the middle, and there's a 12-foot high pile of snow out there, and it's... <laughs> been a source of fun for a lot of kids so <laughs> especially you right yeah, right yeah, yeah. Too. You were, that's very, i was impressed that you were out there or did you hire a kid to do it no with I your snowblower. well the new snowblower so i'm out there having fun playing so tell you what before we take a break let's uh get on the horn here charlie is i believe calling in from mound charlie the guys are listening what's your question good morning thanks for taking my call uh-huh. um I, we have a uh four-bedroom home uh lake minnetonka area and uh uh, actually, five bedroom count in the basement. Um, four bath. You know, one's a uh, one's a half bath, one's a three quarter bath. And my question is concerning the master bath. Right now, we have a whirlpool tub in it, and uh, we're thinking of taking that out. There's no room for anything any more than just a tub in it with a shower in it. Right now, we're thinking of taking the whirlpool tub out and uh, putting in a, a walk in shower. And we're wondering if a master bath only having a shower would hurt our re- resale maybe a couple years down the road. When you guys great question, Charlie. I mean, a lot of the model homes, Andy, I mean, I'd, I'd say that five-bedroom, four-bath, if it's, if it's not on the lake, they're probably in that, you know, four to 600 range, I would say. What yep. do you think uh, about that shower versus having a whirlpool tub? In Depending on the price point, um, we are, I would say, over six. Hundred thousand. Almost every house I do still has a soaker tub, the freestanding kind of cool looking one, so we can do nice tile decoration around them and and the half uh, wall with tile. And then 
everything that's under 600, well, and we do some under 600 with tubs too, you know, because it's, it's, you know, 3,500, 4,500 bucks at a tub to a house, as long as you have the square footage to, to donate. Um, but walk-in showers by far are the most prevalent, um, complimented, and requested for master bathrooms that, that I've personally experienced. And I know everybody will say something different. You know, it depends on who you're selling to, the demographic of age and everything else. And But uh, right now, showers are by far. Someone on this side of the microphone is going to say something different. I say 100% go for it. And the reason I say go for it. Go for what? Go for the big walk-in shower. Okay. Get rid of the whirlpool yeah, that's what I just tub. said. You did? Oh, I thought yeah. you said not to. No, I oh, well, yeah, I see, hate to agree with him, but is, is listening. <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I'm going to say. I'm not listening to you. He's still in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. But he's I mean, thinking about what he's going to say no, next. But what it does too is that it it'll separate your house from that that same um, kind of type of home that other they're looking for at the time, mm-hmm. and then it just. In a master bath, it makes such a huge difference, and yeah. you know, and even if it is a built-in tub, you know, that's the one thing you all you want to get away from now too, and having the standalone tub. Mm-hmm. We've done that probably uh, six, did that about six, probably six or seven times last year, and mm. it wang, it nailed it every time. But the walk-in uh, shower is a good yeah. idea. Yep. So there you go, Charlie. It's unanimous. We have to take a break. Thanks for the call, and Charlie leaves that line open at six five one. for your real estate question. Or if it's easier, send a text, 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to The Real Estate Show here on CCO. If you have that kind of a question, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. You got anything over there? Well, yeah, I was wondering if uh, we could have a replay on that one Oh, the last said what I said. Grumpy Rooney wants a replay. (laughs) That he thought (laughs) you were not listening. Yeah. I can't believe that. I don't know. All right. We got lots of text questions. I received a handwritten letter from a realtor asking for my business. Should I or should I want to sell my home? Claims to have a buyer. Is Mm. this marketing technique effective? I've had three people this week call me, no joke, when I was out of town, one of them being the builder that I work with that actually had the same thing happen where they're coming to the door and they're straight up old school guerrilla marketing, knocking on the doors, putting you in front of them. Telling you they have a buyer, and and they may. I mean, I'm not going to deny everybody's in the same bucket, but, I mean, there's a lot of them that don't. And then they go back to their brokerage and say, hey, does anybody have a buyer looking for a house in this area? And then they do a showing, and, I, you know. And I think a quick way it's to – It's a marketing technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I think a, a quick way to figure that thing out is to call maybe a realtor that you know or that you would use and then have them contact them to see if they have a buyer and say, hey, we'd be more than happy to show it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so if you have a buyer, let me know and you'll find out real quick if it's a marketing technique just to get your listing or if they truly do have a buyer that's looking in that area because we well, we do that. Here's what I'd say. They have a buyer looking in that area at what price? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, sure, if it's wholesale or it's whatever, you know, but it's like if you want a fair market value for that house, are they willing to pay fair market value and are they willing to pay your commission? And nowadays there's always a market it. for it. You know, but there, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, we're talking about all these new companies that are coming in and, you know, we'll buy your house and you don't have to list it. And no open houses it's and so no problems easy. and everything's great. Um, <laughs> you know, but like they, they account for that stuff and, and they'll buy it. But there's all, a lot of restrictions as well. Mm-hmm. So there's certain houses that don't fit the bill. It was kind of funny because um, I got a couple of those solicitations and. I didn't call, but my my son Nick um, made the phone calls, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, they weren't interested in that in those that price range at all, you know. And uh, in right. doing that, and it wasn't it wasn't um, 
a crazy price either. It was maybe a little over 500000 uh-huh. you know, but they're buying the ones that are turning and selling. We always talk about price segments on here, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of them that are, I mean, you get the right value and just get a, kind of a little margin in on it. You can make some money pretty darn quick mm-hmm. and sell it. So. Sure. I uh, I had an experience like similar to that, but didn't have a buyer. I was looking on the car, or washing the car, whatever I was outside last mm-hmm. summer, and a guy came up and he goes, hi, I'm a real estate agent. I'm in the neighborhood. And uh, would you ever be interested in selling? I said, no, not at all. <laughs> in fact, we're getting some remodeling work done. Oh, great. By the way, I swear, is it, my wife's an interior designer. Can she help you? And I thought, this guy's working all the <laughs> Totally, he's got it all. Yeah. But uh, do they ever do these cold callers, do they, besides the, the, you know, right knocking on your door, do they ever mm-hmm. do it on phone? I don't get there's, uh, there's, oh, yeah. there's laws I get a lot of crazy ones, stuff. But, but uh, sure. you know, if you're on the do not call list, and you're supposed to be checking that. But I'll tell you what, I'm on a do not call list, and I get yeah. calls all the time. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome well, if, to you, the club. if you did sign up for something, then you are removing that rule. So just so you know. Oh, what did you sign up for, Chris? Andy Prasky snapshot. Okay. snapshot. <laughs> right. we, need, we need to take a break. Just reminding our listeners, we have another half hour of the show to go. It's a real estate show. So call us or text us with your real estate question. And welcome back to the real estate show here on A3OWCCO. Chris and Andy taking your phone calls and your text messages. If you have any kind of a real estate-related question, by all means, call us or uh, or text us for sure. What else do you have there, Chris? Someone's asking about that townhouse that I had with the snow is covering the parking. What part of the metro area is it located? It is in Minnetonka, Minnetonka Schools as well, mm-hmm. uh-huh. under 300000 All mine's, right, Mine's uh, coming over three hundred. What? I have one also coming that's over three hundred in Minnetonka. Yeah, about three twenty-five. Really? Is it a townhouse? Chris doesn't know I took it. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's pricing it twenty-five thousand higher. <laughs> I'll overprice it, so I'll steal it from him. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm just teasing you. I have one too. <laughs> is he talking again? I think he is. Okay, we need to replace our driveway and are wondering the pros and cons between cement and asphalt. Like, do you want me to tell you the differences or the like think, from a selling well, pro and con? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, people are expecting to, to have a. a driveway that's in good shape and you know cement is really nice to have um but asphalt's a lot less expensive Mm -hmm. and so i would typically go with the asphalt depending again on what area that you're in also if you have currently have a cement driveway i would make sure on the association uh if there's an association uh within there or rules and regulations that if you have to have a cement driveway again yeah well, you know, I think that there's a lot of people that appreciate and enjoy the maintenance of uh, or the uh, um, like with snow, for example, that asphalt that heats up just a little hotter, that melts that snow just a little faster. That's kind of a nice break for a lot of people. Um, and it's nice that you can also put a fresh coat of the tar, as they say, or whatever. And, you know, when you want to spruce it up a little bit, you paint it, you basically, basically paint. Yeah, it's yeah, latex. It is now, um, you know, but concrete is supposed to last longer. But then again, with concrete, a lot of times you have to seal it. And you have to make sure that it's sealed. Otherwise, it can start crumbling apart on you, too, and it can look crummy pretty fast. So, you know, both of them require maintenance. I, I like concrete. I have a concrete driveway because I have a lot of heavy trucks and trailers. And I just – you get asphalt now. It's it's the DOT's blend where you – even a, a driveway that's a year old, in the hot summer, you turn your wheels on the driveway, you'll <laughs> sink right in. That's right. So you got to be a little careful. And we all, want, we all want that. But, I mean, if we're talking about resale and turn oh, it, it around, it people matter. people justify that and say, you know what, I can always do that. So, anyways, all right. Um, all right. I have a two-bedroom. Here's a, one of those it depends questions from before that I didn't add, but now I'm going to. 
I have a two-bedroom, 1,100-square-foot townhome with one full bath and a small laundry room with a stool and a sink. If I take the tub out of the, out of the full bath and replace it with a five-foot shower, will that reduce my home's value? Does a home have to have a full bath? This is a one-level home. Thank you. So the, the laundry room has a stool and a sink in it, too? So I don't know, like, yeah, that's like the half the, the half bath, yeah. Have so it's a half bath that? laundry room, yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Where you have, yeah. I was just verifying. Thank okay. you, <laughs> thank you, Grumpy. Um, <clears throat> this this full bath thing has really kind of got us against each other, I guess. But uh, you need to have a tub in that house. I mean, if you only have yeah. one tub, um, you need to have a tub. Otherwise, you're just eliminating some people. Now, if it's a one level townhome and it's uh, you know, you you can make it handicap accessible, and the doors are handicap accessible. Mm-hmm. You probably might get away with that big shower, sure, or instead. the the tub shower combo. I think is probably the the star. Yeah. So there's a it depends kind of thing. So six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or send a text eight one eight zero seven. I don't think we'll read that uh, text question. Okay. I know there was something um, with Canada again, and uh, whether or not. Uh, you have a, an agent, can they sell in Canada That's and the United question. States? Can you? Mr. Canada, what do you say? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> I was listening no. to you. I'm just trying to ignore no. you because I'm not a no. – I talked to a couple of – Danny, <laughs> so since Chris doesn't listen, mm-hmm. um, Danny, I was talking to a couple of uh, sales reps, professionals from different bro- brokerages in Canada, and they were talking about their market. I do know not – I do know not <laughs> – I do not know the process of getting them licensed or what the rules oh, are. okay. Um, but I'm sure Chris does as he's falling off his chair over there for. <laughs> okay, we'll skip that one. But no, but I don't. I've never heard of someone being able to sell in Canada and the U.S. So, and there's a big difference in market. Well, Obviously, sure the currency. And what all that what kind about of our stuff. neighboring states? Now, can you you guys sell in Wisconsin? You would have to be licensed. Whatever the rules are in right? Canada, yeah. you'd have to be licensed in Canada, and vice versa. If there's a Canadian yeah, think. Yeah. that came down, wanted to sell in, in Minneapolis, I don't think there's any rules about where you're from or what right. your citizenship is. It's do you meet the requirements? You know, you know. But we law. to answer your question about like Wisconsin, yeah. we we have to be licensed there. Um, but that's like this whole Vegas thing. I mean, and I talked about those people that you know in Hawaii mm-hmm. and Belize and you know Marco Island and L.A. That's what we were doing to look for someone to refer our people to. We do it yes. down in Arizona a lot too. I mean, it's really Florida. from the show. We I do get a lot of those requests. Florida. Yeah. So um, it's just kind of good to know who they are, and you want to make sure that they kind of align with your beliefs and stuff like that. So. Right. I imagine it would be interesting to talk to some of these people. You said it was an international meeting. Yeah. You mentioned Venezuela, but uh, yeah. some they're, of the other they're all over they're Europe. From all over, I mean, yeah. yeah. We had Africa, Europe. They had. I mean, There's 110,000 agents in wow. the Remax. 160 system. countries or whatever it was that were oh, represented goodness. there. They have an international, like, uh, bazaar area, too, that you can go to. And then. Meet everybody and you know swap cards and whatever. I didn't make it to that, but I uh, I wanted to. All right, let's go back to the phones uh, or text messages too. Peter is calling from Hanover, I believe. Uh, Peter, the guys are listening. What's your question? Yes, we are in the process of uh, redoing our master bath. We have a jacuzzi tub. We're going to install or put in a large shower. What color tile is in right now? What would you recommend? Yeah, you guys see new, uh, new and remodeled jobs. What is there? Is there a color trend that you're seeing? <laughs> Chris doesn't even pay attention to what I'm saying. Let alone the tile <laughs> exactly. he's looking at. Me. I'm curious what you're going to say. I, I'm always about a timeless look. Mm-hmm. 
you know, um, but it, it depends. I mean, because now what are you going to do? Are, are you going to replace what's there already? You know, mm-hmm. if there's if there's tile in there already, I mean, you kind of want it to try to match. Mm-hmm. But I would go with more of a timeless feel, you know, kind of a subway look yep. um, is I mean, that's what's in, and it's yeah. usually always in. Interior decorators are one of the best investments you can make to hire, to have them just, even if you spend a couple hours consulting with them, to consult you on your decision-making, putting color palettes together, so because they'll even take it to the extent of having materials that are, you know, different contrasts and, and you know, different textures. And, and so we, even as a new home construction company, are constantly consulting What's new? We try to stay, what they like Chris was just saying, off trend. We don't want to stay right on the trend because that usually means it dates things pretty fast. But on the other hand, we're seeing a lot of differences with the shapes of the tiles. And we're seeing like last year we saw a lot of like wood-looking tile for floors. So it looked like it was cool. it yeah. was really cool. So yeah. like in the, the mudrooms, it looked like there was actually like decking or whatever in there. It was really cool. Um, and showers, though, we're seeing a lot of the rectangular like super-sized Subway style, but they're bigger and they're, you know, and, and some have buffled or buffed edges and some don't. And yeah, anyway. yeah, no, totally. We do, um, like for our clients, we have, I have a stager designer that works for us mm-hmm. and, uh, we'll, we'll offer that out to our clients, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, hey, come over there and just kind of give those because, I mean, it's a make or break thing if you oh, yeah. don't do it right. And, uh, and sometimes like with a vanity, someone will totally replace that because gosh, now it's got to match with that. But sometimes you can just enamel it or just put on new doors and just put a little different hardware on and it'll totally accent the whole thing. But if you just have a nice new shower and you did nothing else with it, right. it, it, it fools people and they start thinking about it and they start, oh my gosh, well then they must not have did it because it costs too much to do all those things. And then if I have to do it, then I have to rip that whole shower apart. And you just don't want them thinking that way. Well, and one last thing for Peter too, I'd say is that when the Parade of Homes is happening right now with, I think it's 472 houses that are out there displaying examples of what they want to do, bring your camera, take the pictures. And then when you're done with the, uh, you know, finding one that you like, ask the sales representative there, where did they have their tile supplied from? Because they'd love to tell you. They'd probably even be able to tell you what the colors were as well. Um, you know, so that's we, we hear that a lot. Got to ask about taking the photos, though. But I think you know, Andy. What would you say percentage of people coming in looking for ideas is versus people looking to buy? I bet you it's about half and half. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I would think so, too. Here's a text that's related to what we're talking about. It says, we have a two-level split open main area. We are planning on updating upstairs bathrooms. Kitchen is white cabinets with dark gray granite. An updated downstairs bathroom has white quartz and gray stained vanity. How important is it for resale for upstairs bathrooms to match either bathroom or kitchen? Great question. Yeah. yeah, I think that it's it's kind of like having the the KCAF finished. I think I'd I'd finish it as long as you could do it reasonably. Getting you know some of those really nice vanity combos that they have it at the do it yourself stores or even a local cabinet. They they have the combination packs you can buy for under a thousand bucks. And even if you just replace the vanity and you put a you know a new toilet in there or something like that just to make it look fresh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I read that wrong, but it, they're looking at they are going to do that remodel. Should they stay with the same kind of theme? And I think the theme oh. that they're doing is really good. Sure. You know, and I, I think like I would do that because all of a sudden, if you go real retro or something, right. you know, and it's kind of close to the kitchen, it just throws people off and they start thinking again. And that's the one thing you want them to think as less as possible, right? Or least as possible, or something like that. But you know, that's just even like colors. Yeah. You know, you if you're going to paint, paint it all the same way throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, because then what it does is it makes it look bigger, and those rooms kind of expand into one another. And if you if you've ever seen on the internet, and I know you have, where we've had you know the green room, the blue room, the orange room, and the gray room and the white room, 
And when you're looking at those pictures and you're flipping through it, you're like, you, mm-hmm. you, you all of a sudden you leave it and do that. I mean, try it once and you, and you will because you get confused and you yeah. don't know what it is. So, Well, I think a lot of the builders, too, if you take their cue and you follow through, they do consistency and consistency makes people comfortable in itself. Yeah. yeah. And they're always they're on it right now and oh, what yeah. the trends are. Yeah. All right. We need to take a break. A quick one. We invite our listeners to join in. If you have a real estate question, phone it in or text it in and we'll field it for you. And good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show here on CCO. If you have a real estate related question, we welcome yours as always by phone and by text 651-989-9226 or send a text 81807. So earlier we were talking about getting followed. Like it's called geotargeting yes, and all yeah. yeah. social media thing. Yep. And, and I mentioned that I signed up for Andy Prasky's snapshot. What is that thing anyways? The market snapshot. My market snapshot yeah. is, well, the, the all jokes aside, it, this I really don't follow anybody. But the when you sign up for the market snapshot, what it is is we'll take your address, and then what they do is we'll depending on how far you want us to keep you informed, you know, one block, two blocks, three blocks, or whatever it is, and then it'll just it sends you an email and says, "Hey, your neighbor's house just went up for sale," or you know, this tool. one just yeah, sold. Well, and here's you know, what it, you've had yeah, it for a yeah, long yeah. time. Yeah, right. and here's what it sold for. So a lot of people like it as just an informational tool. I think, gosh, I think we have over nine thousand people that have signed up for that over the years on that program. So it's it's a uh, Every month, people seem to like it, you know, and we don't bug you. We just assume yeah. that if you like it, it's you can call us when you want us. So. Yeah, I think it's interesting <laughs> because there's a lot of things, different things that realtors do, and one's a CRM. So it's kind of managing your contacts and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it's through this top producer, which Market Snapshot is. And I was at the convention this weekend, and I said, hey, we've got the Market Snapshot, and, you know, we've got all these people on it, and – and I said, but I don't use the other part of it, which is the CRM, which is to kind of, you know, kind of capture all those names and kind of go after it. I mean, a lot of realtors would do that, but we wanted to do it as a service for the show. Yeah. Um, obviously, we, that's what we do every day as we sell, but uh, more or less just kind of be able to get people information. How do we get – if folks are saying, hey, how do I get that? Uh, well, what's, can, the, what's the easiest way? Well, you can go uh, to, Send me an email, Andy at Prasky, P-R-A-S-K-Y dot com, and then we'll just sign you up. It's easy. Um, just get you just want to give us your address and what you want us to keep you informed about, and then uh, we do it free, no charge, don't be able to bug you. Yeah, so that's pretty slick. Thank I was you. I was kind of joking about not having a model home this week. I just listed one yesterday that is almost like a model. Uh, it's it's brand new, but it's uh, at thirty one ninety nine Lake Bluff Circle in Prior Lake five ninety nine nine. This place is fantastic. Hopefully, I'm going to have that fireplace going out back, but it's like a courtyard. Mm. Andy, you know what you landscaping? You've been in landscaping, yeah. Forever. This one's got a courtyard with a like a built-in um, water feature, and mm. it's got the whole fireplace, the paver patio, and then it goes up to a just a gigantic deck. That's but awesome. That outside, but that stuff costs money, you know, in which yeah. to be able to do. And, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, and and that's I think sometimes between the difference between new construction and that, um, and I I've got benefits I think for both of them, but one of them is is that you're just going to get, you know, typically in new construction, mm-hmm. you know, you have to. I mean, but a lot of builders now are kind of putting this in, but uh, blinds and when you get landscaping mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff, you, you add a lot of money on. And that whole, um, I guess, maturity part of it as well. You get on a mature lot. A lot of them now, you, I mean, you got to build your trees up yeah. and do all that. Well, that's that's kind of the, the, the real dilemma a lot of people have is that they, they, a lot of people want trees or they want mature trees. And then you go buy a wooded lot and then you spend, you know, extra to buy the wooded lot. And then your favorite tree that's right in the middle where you want to put your house has to come down, and then it becomes a <laughs> kind of a little depressing in a way. But then it also gets expensive. Those trees are not cheap to take down, to remove. 
And then you remember a lot of, depending on your framers, I mean, they like to have, you know, between 20 and, you know, 30 feet along the side of each side of the house just to get their machinery around. I mean, every builder can, you know, at least if you give them one side to access the backyard, they usually can work with one side for sure. But um, long story short is that it, you know, it's, um, and then the other thing I'd consider is that like in a lot of areas where we have big oak trees and things like that, when you drive under the canopies, a lot of times the canopies do represent the root system below it as well. So if the canopy hangs way over the house and almost touches the house, when you're digging that hole, a lot of times you're crunching those roots. It won't show the first year, but the second year, the third year, all of a sudden you might have a tree that croaks on you um, just from the distress on the root system. So be careful, you know. You know, we've been talking a lot about bathrooms and specifically yeah. uh, master bathrooms. And uh, I, was, I was thinking about this with the whole tub situation and, and doing the shower. There might be some other things that you can expand at that time as well. And one of them being the vanity, having a little higher vanity and having dual sinks is is a big thing. And the other part is, is storage, you know, trying to get some storage. So if you're getting rid of that tub, but then you can kind of sneak in a mm-hmm. uh, a linen or something, yeah. um, that that's a big advantage as well. Uh, okay, let's talk to uh, who's waiting. Bill is calling from Apple Valley, I believe. Uh, go ahead, uh, Bill. Bill, you're on CCO. Morning, guys. Um, I have a 25-year-old house, and um, it's open floor plan, and all the ceilings are popcorn ceilings. And over the years, they've just discolored a little bit just because of wood fireplace cooking and age. And I had a few stains and because of a roof problem, and Linda's put a new roof on, and no more problem with that. But looking at possibly selling somewhere down the road, and I watch those home shows, and people see a popcorn ceiling and go into a, you know, contortions. Um, <laughs> just wondering if it's worth doing a respray or going to the extent of having all the ceilings scraped and put up a Knockdown or Bill, what price range do you think your house is in? Uh, five hundred. And what style is it? Two story. It's, uh, it's contemporary. Is it a? Oh, so it's like a two story home or a multi level type home? Yeah, it's okay. about uh, twenty five hundred square feet on the first floor and second floor, and an unfinished basement. Okay, so open ceilings and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, all the ceilings run together. On I think the main floor. I think it would be very beneficial to do the knockdown mm-hmm. at that point. You'll get rid of those stains. It'll be updated, and you know, after you, you know, we've tried, we've all tried to kind of blend in uh, a popcorn ceiling with redoing it, and it's just. What, what do you think about the bedroom level? I mean, if there's, you know, if it's a two story or whatever, there's mm-hmm. at the bedroom level. Do you think that's as important, Chris? Yeah. But, I think I it's mean, on the two stories. To, I was if, going with eight foot ceilings. What if you have to spend ceilings. ten grand doing that? That's what There's I was. There's no way about. you're spending ten grand on scraping. All, have you ever scraped the ceiling? Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't. I personally. charged I've a lot had more it charged. Really? Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's so much labor, and then and then you have to remember, depending on what kind of a scrape you have, most of those were fogged ceilings where they literally put one coat of mud on them and they spray them. So when you scrape them, they might even require additional mud work before That's they can right. even do the knockdowns. So I mean, you you could easily get into a ten thousand dollar plus project on something like that. I swear. You gotta your, call my guy. Yeah. Well, okay, I will. <laughs> you come, you come south and west, and we'll get you. We'll get you. Well, no, it's just. But it, yeah, it does depend. That's what I'm saying. High that's a gigantic it's a lot project. Of, it's a lot of work. I don't know if you'd get ten thousand dollars back versus having somebody come in and just respray the ceiling white, make it clean again, and and finish because you, it's really hard to roll. A lot of times you roll and the, all the popcorn comes with it, and it just creates a bigger mess. So you know, if you do attack it, have a professional look at it and see if they think they can spray it. 
or you know, if you do have to go all the way through the whole scraping and remodding and all right. So here's the other part of that. So yeah. let me quantify that. He said it's a contemporary home, open mm-hmm. and huge ceilings. I think that would give that a huge advantage um, to be able to sure. ha- not have it popcorn. And but now if it's totally dated. That's different. I don't want to just have popcorn ceilings in a totally dated house. Right. I would put the money into painting. I'd just patch it right. kind of thing. So sure. so it's another it depends kind of thing. But what a job. Whoa. Ish. No, thanks. But that's why we got to That's why we got to see it, you right. know, because you have to take that all into account. I go into a house and then they say, well, what do you think? And I said, well, I got to see it all and then depend mm-hmm. on what – because they think you should come in there and tell them exactly what the price is before you even see the house. Mm-hmm. And then they say, well, you go from one room to the next. And they say, hey, should I replace the ceilings or should I do these cabinets? I said, I got to see the whole thing first. Right. And then I'll come back with that. With a, with a master solution because yeah. instead of just isolated yes and no questions, because it is, you're right. It, the whole big picture is what you have to look at. If you have an amazing kitchen and people are distracted with all the beauty everywhere else and they may not look up as much as they would if it's normal stuff and it's 25 years old and it's just clean, you know, so. Okay, they just there was a clarification on that one question where they kind of did the, the kitchen and the bath and okay. they want to know about the upper level. Should the granite vanity top color pattern to the same in all the bathrooms? I think somewhere I would stay in that same palette. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Like it, it, to me, it was more about the kitchen on that upper floor than the bathroom downstairs. I was thinking cabinets, which was funny. You think yeah. we think differently stuff, but I was going to say uh, we only sure. got a minute left here, but <laughs> thirty um, seconds. One four one four five um, is where I'm going to be today out in Plymouth. Uh, five bedroom, five bath, beautiful two story in Plymouth on a walkout lot, movie theater, sport court, about five thousand, just under five thousand finished square feet, and we're at seven hundred sixty five. Wow. Number one forty five. Number one forty five. Okay. And how about you, Chris? Thirty-one ninety-nine Lake Bluff Circle Prior Lake Sunday twelve right. to two. Now, last but not least, how do we get in touch with uh, each of you? Um, Andy at Prasky dot com, or just go to Prasky dot com, and you'll you'll see what we're talking there, about. The internet's always Chris Rooney dot com. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week here on the Real Estate Show. Hope you join us then.